Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to episode 285 of the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And I'm really excited to bring in this interview with Nick Mangold. He's from 74 Barbecue, a barbecue sauce company. But in his past life, he was a New York Jets football player, a center. He was nominated to seven Pro Bowls. So at the beginning of this interview, we talk about that life, what it was like to be drafted and play and then subsequently retire and what that was mentally for him and then how he made this transition into selling barbecue sauce. Currently, he has two of his barbecue sauces. And this is a barbecue sauce that is something he made from scratch and something that he would serve at home a lot. He, and he actually wrote down the ingredients because he wanted to develop the perfect barbecue sauce for his family. And then it turned out to be a business. Currently he has two sauces. If you're on the YouTube side, you can see this one is the OG barbecue sauce, which is sweet with a little heat. The second one is the OG spicy barbecue sauce. It's a little sweet with a whole lot of heat. And I've kept these sealed because it talks about that these are collector's items. I have a second set that I've opened. They are wonderful. He has four children and they're all connected to his children, each specific one. So he gets into that and it, he's such a nice guy. He's really interesting. He's really passionate and how he got into barbecue is interesting as well. And really importantly, a portion of the proceeds go to Answer the Call Foundation, which is a foundation that helps the families of fallen first responders in New York City. For either the New York Police Department, the Fire Department, Port Authority helps them out. And he's really passionate. He's been with them for a long time. So a portion of the proceeds go towards that. I can't thank Nick enough for taking the time. I think you're going to find this really interesting. And I'll have links below on how to purchase a sauce because right now it's not nationwide. It's nationwide on the internet, but it's global. And then it's tucked away in a number of New England places right now, but you'll eventually be able to get it nationwide. And the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast and YouTube show is brought to you by Centex Smokers. They're based out of Luling, Texas. They're at Centex underscore smokers on Instagram. Michael Johnson, he's been doing this since he was a kid, welding since he was a kid, and uh, now he's building amazing pits. So, so if you go to his Instagram and, and check it out and follow him, you'll see that amazing, beautiful pits, beautiful craftsmanship, amazing finishes, things that I've never seen before too. Things that are kind of like works of art or museum pieces. So check them out again at Centex underscore smokers. It's about four to five months out, and I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com links on my podcast youtube stuff as well as i worked on a list i work on all these lists but i have a list recently that i reached out to barbecue joints to find out what they would recommend a first timer order that would help a first timer as well as help someone who has been there before but might not know something special on the menu that the owner wants to highlight so i, I have over 165 or 170 so far and i'm getting more in every day and so hopefully uh, that would be a nice resource but i have a bunch of other stuff and uh, i'm just trying my best to be a good resource for you but at the end stay safe Thank you for listening. You'll enjoy this one with Nick. Good afternoon. Good morning for me, but good afternoon. How are you doing? Good. How's it going? Going well. Uh, I got kids running all over the place, so no TBD. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. But you have four kids, right? Yes. Uh, how was that? Um, it's organized chaos. Uh, that's the best way we can put it. What are the ages? Uh, what, what do I got? I got 10, 6, 4, and 2. Wow, that's all the different. That's and imagine too as those ages increase, what that's going to be. I like. know. Uh, well, I know. Yeah. Well, at least like at least you're not like in the NFL at the time when it'll be it'll be good because you could share those experiences and be with them. Right. It is nice. I'm catching them. I was able to you know spend time with them as they're young, which is pretty awesome. I want to talk about the sauce because that's I'm very excited to, and I'm interested because you have additional sauces coming out. But have you always were you was was NFL a passion? Like, was that something as a child that you wanted to do, or or did you want to go into baseball or other sports? Or no, I mean, obviously, football was always like NFL was always something like, oh, that'd be really cool, but you never really thought it would happen. You know, growing up, played all I played one sport a season, so that was my mom's rule. We had to play. Uh, <laughs> um, 
we, we always had to be active. So football in the fall, basketball, wrestling in the winter, um, baseball in the spring, which transitioned the track and then swimming in the summer. And so that kind of kept me busy enough and, and never really thought about professional sports. Didn't really creep in until uh, somewhere about midway through college that NFL might be a possibility. You went to the Ohio State, right? The Ohio State University. Can you explain why? Like, I, I think I asked a friend one time a long time ago. Is it the? It was. Is there another Ohio State, or is it just they want to be? No, I, I think it, it's just kind of a. Um, there's so many colleges and universities in Ohio um, that it was more of a thing to distinguish it, um, and that we were the the ultimate um, Ohio uh, university gotcha. okay, college. So, um, so just you know, the emphasis was there. Yeah, no, I love watching Monday Night Football or watching it and having the guys say the Ohio State, and then after a while, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> like, this thing's... <laughs> well, because yeah. coming from California, Los Angeles, football, I lived in Texas for a year, and I realized football's different in other parts of the country than it is <laughs> here, and it's sad because... And we all love... I love sports, and I love watching, and I love playing, but it's different. There's, like, a whole... It's yeah, it's a whole different ballgame completely. Oh, it is. Like, even up, up in the... East Coast, like you, you know, college football in the East Coast really isn't a thing, True. which is weird. Like you yeah. know, growing up, it was always Big Ten country. Like that was a big thing. Um, being up here, it's just like, ah, uh, well, we have Rutgers, um, and you know, if you if you want to, you could you know cheer for Penn State. <laughs> It was like, that's it? That's all you got? It really is strange. Yeah, because I'd be driving at night in Texas, and you see a light in the distance. And that was for high school. That was a stadium for, like, Friday Night Lights. It was exactly like that. So so when you got drafted, what what did that feel like, too? Because I've never talked to anybody that's been drafted for any sport. Were you... What was that? What were those emotions that you felt? Um, it was just kind of relief that it happened. Um, you know, I was obviously super excited and, um, you know, really pumped for the opportunity to be in the NFL. But there's so much leading up to it. You go through your senior season or junior season for some, and you get towards the end of it. And as soon as you're done playing, uh, everything goes straight to, all right, draft prep. Gotcha. And it's like, how do we get to the draft? And so usually that's it starts in January, and the draft is until the end of April. So for you know, solid four months, all your you're wow. eating, thinking, drinking draft. So for it to finally happen and, and to get picked uh, it was pretty cool because there, there was a lot that went into it. But then, you know, the saying always went, you know, it, it's great to get drafted, um, but it's what you do after that. And True. so, uh, you know, you, you got to put your head down and get to work. But it was it was definitely a surreal moment uh, hearing my name called. Yeah, that must have been. That's and it's and it's true. You probably were like when you're, and also when you're so focused on something. Because I was curious as to what your life, what it was like after you retired. Because that's probably it's such a focus of your life. And then it must feel like a month out, two months out. That must feel odd too to not be going into training camp. Yeah, um, it, it definitely was difficult coming out. You know, finishing, and then you know, I. As I was kind of torn with, you know, was I still going to be able to play or, you know, what was going to happen? Um, I always thought that I'd have that moment of like, oh, I miss it. Like, all right, you know, this is uh, mandatory mini camp. I, I, I'm, I'm going to miss that. Or, you know, when training camp yeah. opened or, you know, opening day. Um, and that never came. So that that felt pretty good. But I knew that uh, I could close that chapter um, and start a new one. You've always been a center, right? Yeah, since uh, seventh grade. What is that like in the NFL being a center? Because being all the other offensive line positions, you're staring at the player coming at you, your head, like, it's a different, is it, was it just natural because you've been doing it for so long? It's, 
I just think that's it's an intense position that people don't think about. I think. Yeah, no, it, it definitely is, and I think that's kind of one of the things that drew. You know, when I first started playing it and back in seventh grade, um, the only reason I got the position was because the the center had broken his hand um, and couldn't oh. snap anymore. And they said, "Does anyone want to know how to snap?" And I said, "Well, I guess I'll try." That's funny. So I, I kind of fell into it a little backwards, but then I fell in love with the the position. You know, there's so much going on. There is the physical side of it. Um, but there's also the mental side of it. You know, you're kind of like the quarterback for the offensive line. For sure. Um, and so that, you know, that was something that I really enjoyed because I love the chess match uh, that comes in with yeah. football. Um, and so then to add my own little layer to it where, where I get to change things or, or fix things, you know, it, it was pretty special. Yeah, that's that. It's 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 interesting. I'm sure we could talk about that specific thing for an hour because it is like a chess mess. Well, and so were you making barbecue sauces while you were at the Jets? Like, was that something? I think I was reading that it was an inspiration. You were grilling and cooking. It kind of all falls back to when um, I started helping out in the kitchen about uh, ten years ago when my first child was born. Um, just because I wanted to tr- try to help out a little bit and. Um, you know, I didn't really want to do anything hard. So I figured I would try, try doing the cooking. And so, you know, I kind of ramped up from there. And then uh, my wife at one point got me a big green egg um, okay. for Father's Day. And I, I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't really understand it, uh, you know, what I could do with it until um, we had an assistant offensive line coach come in who is a certified barbecue judge ah. um, in Montana. And so uh, Ron Heller is, is uh, his name. And he... Uh, he kind of took me by the hand and said, all right, let's, here's what you need to do. Here's how to go about it. And so he came over. The first thing we did was a full brisket. Um, and he did the, um, like we did the injection. He came over the night before we, we injected it. We trimmed it. He came over in the morning, bright and early. We got the thing going and it, going through that process, I, I was hooked. Yeah. Um, and from there it just, it kind of took off. And then uh, after a little bit, I was like, you know what? I'm tired of, of buying sauces in the store. I think I can actually do something better. Um, and so I started working on my own and finally came up with one that I liked and that uh, my wife liked. And so we'd use it for any time we we're having a barbecue or anytime uh, we were with people. I'd, I'd have like a, you know, my little quart jug of it sitting there. And it was just, it was something that I, I enjoyed doing. Uh, never really thought about selling it when I first started doing it. And it was the same sauce at the, at, you got to a certain point where you were making that same sauce every single time. Yeah. Uh, luckily I was smart enough to actually, cause I do a lot of different cooking and I never write anything down. Um, and so when I, I try to recreate it, it <laughs> yeah. really works. Uh, but this one, you know, I, I was so, so kind of hell bent on making my own and making it good that I wrote everything down. Smart. Um, and through all the, the iterations and everything, um, finally came up with the final one. And so that was my recipe. And that's, it's been the same for, um, it's probably been, it's Jesus, it's been about six years now. Oh, wow. Uh, of make, making the same thing just over and over, just make a big old batch, use it up, and then make another one uh, down the road. At what point did when you transitioned to a civilian life, essentially, did is that when uh, I guess I don't even know what you call it? Um, is that when you thought, or did friends were telling you you should probably sell this? Is that how it kind of came about to bottle it? And... It was kind of just uh, and a, it was like a weird transition um, because we were talking. I was talking with my partner in the sauce. And, uh, he, you know, we were talking, well, what do you want to do after football? Um, like, what do you want to do? I was like, I don't know. Um, I, I deal with these kids, I guess. Um, and he was like, all right, well, why don't you think about it? So I was thinking about it and he, it, it kind of hit me that I was like, you know what? I was an, an entertainer for 11 years. 
Um, yeah. And I never really, I, I've never made anything. Um, and so I went back to him. I was like, I've never made anything. Like, it'd be pretty cool to, to make something. Yeah. Um, he's like, all right, what do you want to make? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. He goes, all right, well, do you make anything already? I was like, um, no. And he goes, well, what about that barbecue sauce that, you know, you had a year, a year ago? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's mine. I made it. He goes, yeah, it's kind of where you might want to go if you like barbecue and, yeah. and, you know, you've already made something. Let's go with that. And so I was like, oh, that makes sense. Um, and so that's kind of where it started. And then uh, we learned a lot in the process, too. Uh, barbecue sauce is, is it's crazy how much goes into because you walk down the grocery store and mm-hmm. you see the, the whole um, shelves with, with all the bottles and everything and the amount of effort and thought that goes into each individual bottle oh, yeah. sauce is, is absolutely uh, amazing. Yeah, and it's it's surprising. I, I don't. I think people just think that it just appears, and it's not. There's years and years, and it, and now with this is. Do you call this your OG sauce? The first one is the OG sauce. Um, everything's under the Mangled Seventy Four Barbecue label. Okay. Um, and the first one's the o, o, the OG, which is named after um, my first child, the original. Um, he's uh, he, he's just it's it's the one that I came up with first, um, and then we thought at the same time. Like, all right, we can't just put one out. We need to be able to put out two. Yeah. Um, so we had a, a spicy version of the original, um, which kind of they're, they're very similar, but they're also different, uh, which is like my two sons. They're very similar, um, but they're also pretty different. Um, and so it just kind of flowed there. And then we have two more lined up. You know, if we can figure out how we're doing on the distribution of it, uh, hopefully we can put two more out for my two daughters, um, which would be pretty cool. One's already done. Um, like an apple cider waiting. vinegar one, or like a. It will be uh, that one is already done. So it's a um, my my fourth child is my second daughter, um, and she was born in the fall. And okay. so when I was when I'm creating all these sauces, oh, that's so great. Um, I was like, oh, you know what? Um, like I have the original. Um, I'm gonna have uh, some sort of like honey barbecue sauce for oh, yeah, my that first one daughter. I have this. I have the spicy for my, my second son because he's the firecracker version <laughs> of my first son. Um, That's so and then uh, we were, I, w- I was working on the fourth one. I was like, I don't know. She's a baby. I mean, she at, she's now two. When we first started this project, she was uh, six months. And so I was like, I, I don't know what she's, I don't know what she's into. I don't know, you know, her personality or anything. Um, and so I was like, well, she was born in the fall. So let's do a vinegar style sauce, but make it apple cider vinegar um, exclusively. So that way it has her fall side of life in it. And so that's that's where she comes in. See, and that's cool, too, because you have a story. And I think people like people connect with stories in general. And I love stories. And that's that's super. <laughs> that's That's a great idea. Now, with with the first sauce, what is how can, can you describe what that first sauce? Because I haven't had a chance to try it, and I'm hoping to try it soon. And I want to talk about all the different ways people can get this sauce. But uh, what? How can you describe that first sauce? So we describe it on the on the label as it's sweet with a little heat. It's a sauce, and everyone asks too, like, well, what style is it? You know, is it uh, Texas style? Is it Carolina? Is it Memphis? You know, what what kind of barbecue style is it? And uh, honestly, for me. I wasn't going with a style. I was going with just something that tastes good. Yeah. And so I don't think it matches up with any style of barbecue sauce that anyone's ever tried. But it's still, like, when you try it, you're like, well, this is a barbecue sauce. So it kind of has that the, its own unique style to it. Um, I got made fun of. I was talking to some guys from Texas. 
And I said, well, you know, it's it's its own unique style. So uh, I'm going to call it, you know, New Jersey style barbecue. And they go, please don't, please don't use that. <laughs> You're talking to guys from Texas. Please don't say that. That, that, that will not sell any, any sauce down here in Texas. So, but it is, it's, it's very unique. Um, but the minute you taste it, you know, it's barbecue. And what do you use it mostly on? Like, what's your favorite thing to put it on? Well, if you ask my next door neighbor, who, who kind of is one of my taste testers when I'm coming up with goofy stuff, um, he says he puts it on everything, um, even down to, to spaghetti noodles. Um, but my my favorite is pulled pork. You know, I, I love doing a pork butt. And, you know, with that, I love doing a, a pulled pork sandwich. So I, I do that. I do the pulled pork. And then I drizzle a little sauce on there for the sandwich, and uh, it's my absolute favorite thing to go on. Uh, you know what I also like is it's, there's a place over here that has pulled pork, and I like to dip my French fries in the sauce. I love like it's when you have when there's a good sauce, like even soaking bread in it, like it rolls and stuff. It's so that's, that, that's I can't wait to try it now. It's what are you cooking on now at your house? Right now, uh, what are we we did grilled chicken. So we had we had it with grilled chicken last night. Um, and even to the fact that you know my wife was like, well, you know, I don't, I don't want barbecue chicken. I just want grilled chicken. I was like, all right, that's fine. And so I, you know, I just grilled up chicken, no nothing fancy. And she goes, I don't know. I kind of want barbecue sauce on it. So she, <laughs> She of went course. and she she got herself a little side. And she was dipping dipping her chicken in the barbecue sauce. So, you know, it, it's it's interesting to see you know the different ways that people like to use it. Uh, just in our household, um, you know, the the amount of times that because I mean we always have you know two bottles going in the fridge, um, and so it, it's interesting no matter what we're serving to someone that comes over. Like, uh, you got, you got any sauce that can go with this? I was like, yeah, sure, got it. <laughs> have at it, man. Are you cooking? Do you have an offset cooker at all, or you do you, or a Traeger? Or are you cooking any kind of? Are you just grilling mostly these days? No, I'm a big green egg guy, so I, I use the big green egg. I also have a gas grill. Um, I'd love to get a side box smoker at some point. Uh, my wife says that I have too many toys as it is, um, and she goes, you, "You don't have anywhere to put it." I was like, "I'll find a spot." It'll be fun. Um, It'll be fun. No, it, it definitely be fun. We did. I, I have. I have used one. Um, we we actually rented one from our local butcher to do a, a massive barbecue for the offensive line uh, one year, and uh, it was it was a neat process being able to to kind of control the fire mm-hmm. on the side and have the you know the big opening and everything. It, it was pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole dance. It's a whole process. It's like a zen, almost a zen thing. And I talk to people that they'll have a busy job. I talked to a, a guy who has a restaurant in Kansas City, and he cooks barbecue one day a week for his restaurant. And they, uh, it's like a zen thing for him. It's a way to get away for 14 hours or just get out of his head for. <laughs> yeah, just disappear from the chaos. Yeah, that is my ex- house. exactly. Where can we get this? So uh, right now, um, we are we're uh, online, which is awesome. You yeah. can find us on. Um, uh, Amazon.com, uh, which I don't think you say .com anymore. I think it's just Amazon. Um, <laughs> and if you go to our website, the 74BBQ.com, uh, it'll direct you over there to it. And then we're we're locally right now in New Jersey, New York, and Connecticut. Um, we're trying to get national. Uh, best we can do right now is online. Okay. Uh, but we're we're still we're still grinding it out. You know, we had our first run of production um, come off the line and ready to go. On March, I think it was March 23, um, 2020. Oh wow! And so that was a, a that was a tough time. Uh, <laughs> An to, interesting, to yeah, right, and, at, right at that moment. <laughs> right at that moment, that was when it came out. Um, and so it, it's been it's been tough, kind of getting the word out mm-hmm. that you know I have a sauce um, because we aren't able to do we aren't able to do like tailgates. 
You know, we, we had this whole plan. We had a huge planning mini, planning meeting in the city back in uh, February uh, of 2020. And we, you know, we had it mapped out. We're like, all right, we got the draft coming up. We're going to take the sauce there. Oh, that's perfect. We're going to do some, some sort of like some sort of little tasting, uh, you know, tent, set up a tent and just, you know, tasting there. We're going to, um, you know, training camps. We might dabble a couple of different training camps and, and you know, just set up a tent outside yeah. with the fans. Uh, we had a whole thing with the Jets um, doing tailgates there, um, getting into hopefully getting into the stadium, working on that, um, you know, maybe making it a, a feature of one of the, um, you know, one of the restaurants there. Uh, so we had this whole planning meeting and then uh, everything got locked down. So, uh, so. Uh, the best we've been able to do is, you know, virtual things like this mm -hmm. and then just trying to keep pumping and getting the word out. And so we're slowly getting distribution. So we have local places, like I said, in Jersey, New York. Connecticut, um, but we just we don't have that massive following yet to be able to get it out nationally uh, in brick and mortar stores. Yeah, well, I'll help get the word out, and also too, I think if people want want it, they should ask their local store. And I think if enough people start asking, it it becomes you know a thing. And I'll I'll order it online and get some, and that way I'll feature it. And I have a you know I, I have a, a unique following as well. Like it's a bar, it's it's grill, grilling as well as people like barbecue heads, like people that are really into barbecue joints and the purists and, and also the KCBS people. So I, I'll, I'll do my best to spread the word. And uh, well, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's, it's a cool thing. It's a cool endeavor. And I, it sucks that it got, it halted right where like that was the momentum that was, you had the plan. And then what we, what we like to look at it is more of our uh, kind of a cold opening. Uh, sure. We used this past year as a cold opening and now, you know, we're trying to ramp up getting ready for uh, grilling season We've had the good fortune of being able to push enough that, um, you know, we had to find a new manufacturer. Um, so that's kind of put us, slowed us down a little bit, okay. you know, right now. We're still grinding through and we still have plenty of supply, but um, finding a new manufacturer, it, come to find out, is also difficult. Um, and yeah. so, you know, it, it, it's been a, it's, it's just been a crazy process, you know, from when we started in um, the spring of 2019 to where we are now. Uh, we've learned a lot and I've had a lot of fun selling it. It's been pretty neat. I was able to, one of the grocery st store chains here, um, is called Stu Leonard's. And I was able to take, uh, my youngest, my little two year old, she went with me, uh, for my, for my pitch, uh, when I, when I was Perfect. pitching the sauce. And so <laughs> it, it was pretty neat. You know, we got a picture outside of, of oh, Stu fun. Leonard's, you know, both of us just kind of masked up, ready to go. Um, and it, it was it was a neat experience and it was cool that I got to share it, you know, with one of my kids just on a cold rainy day in, uh, in October. So, uh, it, it's been fun and it's been a, a great passion project. Um, and I just, I want to keep it growing, you know? Yeah. And maybe like, you know, I believe that things happen for a reason. And like you had said, it kind of gave you a chance to do a cold opening and kind of assess things and find a new manufacturer and do all that before it blows up. So that's a good thing. Like it's, you, you, hopefully you'll have everything in place for a massive distribution. Yeah, we, uh, we've actually already had to go through a, a logo redesign um, because of trademark issues when we were, <laughs> we were getting on Amazon. So there's going to be, uh, unless you're a diehard fan, you're not really, you're not going to notice it. Um, but it will make some of the bottles collector's items uh, of the, the original logo. So we've already gone through uh, one manufacturer, one logo change um, in, in just a, a short year. Um, so, um, but you know, it is, it's kind of nice getting these kinks out, That's cool. uh, now. Um, so that way we're ready to go when, when things really ramp back up. 
are the original bottles uh, available still, or are those all already sold? The one, the ones that were no, the ones that we're still selling right now, uh, which, which you can get online, or um, still have the original logo. Okay, cool. Um, I'll tell people that's ones, a cool thing. New ones coming out. Um, will have the the new logo, but those uh, those are just getting close to running for production. So okay. um, you have a little bit of time to get to get some original, the last originals. Okay, I'm ordering after we talk. That's because <laughs> get that. That's cool. Well, is there anything else about about the the sauces or anything else about you that you want people to know about? Yeah, I think the last part of the sauce. You know, I, I kind of went through the whole family dynamic and you know the passion project for me, but. Um, the last little dynamic of it is a, a charitable component. Oh yeah. Um, and we uh, we teamed up with Answer the Call, uh, so that a portion of each bottle sold, the proceeds there will go to Answer the Call. Um, it's a fantastic charity that helps out um, the families of fallen first responders in New York City wow. um, with the NYPD, FDNY, um, Port Authority, uh, all, all the people that you know go to work to try to keep us safe and, and help us out. Um, you know, if, if they unfortunately pass while they're on the job, uh, this charity does fantastic work oh. and, and support families. Um, and so I, I've been with them uh, seven or eight years now, um, just lending my ugly mug uh, as best I could and, and uh, doing different events for them. Um, but now this gives me an opportunity uh, to kind of keep uh, a, a money flow going. So the more sauce I sell, the more money I can give. Um, and so that adds a little bit of extra passion. Um, to try to get sauce moving um, just so we can help out more families and, and help them out in bigger ways. And it gets keeps their name on people's mind. That's important that it's it's Back. a constant thing. Oh, that's that's so great. I, I had read about that, but I had forgotten to mention that. So that's thank you for bringing that up. That's very, very important. Well, thank you, Nick, so much for taking the time and for, you know, for all your years of entertaining, like as, as an entertainer. That's and I and, I, and, it, and thank you for answering a few questions about your you know, your past life, because that's, I think a lot of people that listen to this probably have never met somebody that was in the NFL or NBA or anything. So it's, uh, it's cool that they, at least they got a chance to sit down with you for almost half an hour and, and hear, hear your story and hear about your passion project. I'm, I'm really excited. I hope it continues to grow and I hope you get a chance to do some of those tailgating events soon. I think, oh, you, I can't I think wait. You, you know, I think we will. I think we're, you know, we're hopefully coming out of this fog yeah. uh, that has been the past year. Um, and you know, when we're able to do it, uh, I think we're going to do it up big, yeah. uh, which would be a lot of fun. And people will be so enthused to be out amongst people. Like imagine, I just keep thinking about the concerts and the, the events and festivals and, and sport sporting events. Like people are going to be so excited to be amongst other people without masks on. I know. Or, or that's, the, that, that's one of the things I love about barbecues that, you know, it's such a community, um, thing where, you know, you get together with friends and family and you have, you share a meal. Um, and not having been able to do that for the past year, uh, I think when we do get to, to break out, uh, the tailgates and the barbecue, oh, yeah. um, are going to be pretty awesome. Take, take care. I'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye-bye.